opinions, and suggestions expressed in the following program are solely those of the participants and are not necessarily endorsed by KRMG, Cox Media Group Incorporated, or the program sponsors. This following program is sponsored by Causeway LLC. Information in this broadcast is not intended as an investment, tax, or financial advice. Matthew Moore is not a licensed investment advisor and speaks solely from his experience and opinions. All information in this broadcast is for entertainment or educational purposes only. Matthew Moore, Causeway LLC, and Cox Media Group Tulsa are not responsible for the success or failure of any person's investment decisions or purchases. Matthew Moore, Causeway LLC, and Cox Media Group Tulsa makes no and expressly disclaims all representations, warranties, and guarantees with respect to this broadcast and its sponsors. Investing in any market is inherently risky and can be financially dangerous. Invest at your own risk. Gather knowledge in the world of cryptocurrency right now on 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's news and talk. Welcome to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. Matthew is locally based right here in Tulsa. Questions, comments, concerns? Call 918-460-5764 or send us an open mic using the KRMG app. Now, here's Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. And good Sunday evening to you. My name's Russell Mills and thank you for tuning in for Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. This is the show where we go down the path of cryptocurrencies and blockchain technologies, try to figure out what's going on out there and guide you safely into this new form of investment. It's only been around for a few years. It's a little volatile, but a lot of people think it is the future. And one of those people is sitting to my immediate left. He is the host and namesake for this show. His name is Matthew J. Moore. Hey, Matt. Hey, Russell. That's right. Today is Sunday Fun Day, where every day is Bitcoin Day. And uh, today I am back. That's right. Back in, in the hot seat in Tulsa. So welcome back, T-Town. Back in action. But uh, today we got a loaded episode for you. A lot goes on in the cryptocurrency space. And right now there's a lot of variables, no doubt about it. Uh, but uh, that is why we're going to bring you some of the latest news items in the space and to help us cover these headlines and stories is none other than my trusted co-host eric cooper eric i just first i first and foremost i want to thank you so much for hosting the show while i was gone you were a real trooper i heard you guys had some uh, interesting callers while i was gone you know uh folks wanting to plant bitcoin <laughs> um but you know trollers like that we uh, had one in that case troll. in particular at the beginning of the show i don't know where that guy came from <laughs> that guy is probably doing some troll stuff somewhere but uh, and matt i i do want to stop you right there because before we do dive into our news stories i think it's important to let our listeners know that uh we're still trying to give away that $200 worth of Bitcoin. So on segment two, we're going to cover all the details about how to qualify. And uh, that $200 might be worth thousands uh, someday. And you know what, Matt? Uh, we've seen some stuff, right? Yeah. Um, it's It's been... It's been over a year for the show. Um, I, you know, you've had me in for about a year and a half. And uh, so, again, um, my encouragement always to folks at this point is it's uh, keep your Zoom on the out function because <laughs> you Zoom out and things look always um, a little bit more logical rather than, oh, my God. Uh, there's a dog that just flew past the window and there's a cow and this is all craziness and this is all psychotic. And, uh, so yeah, you got to zoom out. Yeah, no, no. Those are all facts. In fact, uh, when uh, Bitcoin is perceived to be dead, that's the time that, uh, in my opinion, we should be buying. Um, but I, I definitely don't want to pass up on this, uh, free Bitcoin. I, and honestly, anybody who wants to uh, qualify, then, uh, you know, this, when this next bull run comes, it's going to go through the roof. In my opinion, you know, $200 turns into a lot. I've seen it happen multiple times and yes, you know, price, it goes back up. This place, this this whole space is very cyclical, uh, despite the bloodbath that markets might be experiencing now. 
And in fact, they're actually, now get this, Eric, there might be a pattern in the Bitcoin charts playing out right now that could absolutely be biblical uh, for, for us and for those who are invested in the space. And this news story actually comes from Cointelegraph. It's got a little bit of TA in there, and I, mm -hmm. I'm not a TA expert. I hope to uh, get a TA guide to, to come and be a regular on the, on the show. But technical analysis is what that stands for. Um, and so Bitcoin might be down 70% from its November 2021 peak, but its rebound move in the past three weeks is uh, raising the possibility of more upside in Q3. And at the core of this bullish argument is a technical pattern called the Adam and Eve double bottom. It's hmm. my new dance move too. Yeah, interesting name, right? Well, <clears throat> notably, this structure appears when the price forms two bottom and recovery cycles. The first uh, cycle is called Adam because it features a potential bottom, uh, while the other called Eve is a, a round shaped. So we've got uh, uh, these two different kind of shapes at play here. Uh, but but both of these, these peaks um, for these cycles uh, form a common resistant line and the Adam and Eve pattern resolves after the price breaks above the resistance line, accompanied by a rise in trading volume. So as a rule of technical analysis, the breakouts target typically comes at a length equal to the maximum distance between the pattern uh, of the lowest point and resistant line. So what does all that technical mumbo jumbo really mean? Makes me sound smart. Maybe. I don't know. But supposedly this basically what this means is um, the price, uh, suppose the price closes above the structure's resistant line, then its likelihood of continuing its rally towards 28,000 to 28,500 uh, and higher um, but the the amounts that that basically amounts to a thirty percent rally in Q three uh, when measured from the current price level. And currently, the price of Bitcoin is twenty one thousand. Uh, and in my personal opinion, if we break above twenty two thousand, uh, then we most likely will hit those targets that that article was referencing. You know, so. it's a, it's it's a lot of great points because you know there's nothing wrong with presenting some hope in the price action. Uh, the article does go on to say that on on larger time frames, the Adam and Eve bullish structure appears to conflict with another technical setup that suggests more pain for Bitcoin in the days ahead, and that's dubbed as the ascending triangle. These are always these are these are kung fu moves and Bitcoin <laughs> terminology. Uh, the ascending triangle's bear scenario says that sixteen thousand to the 20,000 range de uh, determining uh, kind of on the breakdown point. Yeah, no, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if we do go lower. I mean, I've been feeling we we could go lower uh, and I've been saying maybe 12,000 worst case scenario, but, you know, we'll, we'll see. Um, and as much as this uh, technical analysis jargon uh, is good and, you know, the whole methodology behind it uh, can be very helpful when looking at the price of Bitcoin, we also have to consider fundamentals and macroeconomic factors, which is kind of where I specialize in more. Matt, this is a kind of a public service announcement for everybody. So all, all you listeners, um, it's, it's important to everyone that if, if you're listening to us, please consider taking your funds off of exchanges, whether you need to send me a, a TikTok video asking me how to do it, uh, an email to Matt, something. If you need some help, please get them off there. If you hold your crypto platform, uh, crypto on platforms like Coinbase, Binance, Cash Up, KuCoin, uh, any other exchanges, you don't control your funds, right? Mm -hmm. it's, no. it's the George Bailey. You go to the bank to pull everything out. And it's not going to be there, right? I don't care how reputable they are or uh, how much you like them, how easy <laughs> are they to use. When bear markets hit, crazy stuff happens. There's been so many platforms like Celsius and now Voyager who've halted the ability for the people to take their coins off. You open up the app and it says, sorry, 
we've paused these things and there's mm-hmm. nothing you can do. There's or no down for maintenance. Yeah. Sorry. There's no 1-800 number or chat function that's going to help you out. Many companies are at risk of going bankrupt and they're going to completely fail during the bear market. Yeah, no, it happens a lot. And if you don't hold, and like Eric was saying, if you don't hold the private key or the seed phrase to your cryptocurrency, then you don't really own them. And you'll ultimately be subjected to the will of these third parties. And, and I've seen uh, these bankruptcies and court battles go on for years. And when that happens, you have no access to your money. So that that can be a challenge. So cryptocurrency, though, is designed and allows you the ability to be your own custodian. So why not? So, you know, let's protect ourselves. Let's learn how to move our funds into our own wallet. And if you don't know, then you can reach out to me, set up a consultation. I'd be more than happy to help you with that. And you can go to mattjmore.com, send me a message and hit me up. And, you know, I can I can help you with that process. So... The, it's, uh, Matt, again, we, we bring valid points on here because, you know, when the contagion hits this industry, it hits hard. And the best way to protect yourself and your assets is to go back to the reason why this space was created in the first right. place. Decentralization, self-custody, uh, that it's what is rewarded in the long run. Using banks and exchanges to hold your money defeats the purpose of why cryptocurrency was created initially or in the first place. Yeah, no, we, we've seen a lot of uh, deleveraging going on. We've seen a lot of people getting wrecked right now. I mean, the, the, the bad... And money, the bad investments are all being cleaned out right now. Uh, you have projects blowing up, but old habits, they die hard, Eric. And uh, despite the accounts being frozen and companies going bankrupt and the continual layoffs in the space, this is not an entirely bad thing, kind of like I was mentioning there. Um, you know, this, like I said, this space is very cyclical and this is just a cleansing process. This comes with the territory when a market like cryptocurrency is maturing. We're only 13 years into this new asset class. And if you're in this space now, congratulations, <laughs> you're still early in the <laughs> And it again, so again, I want to go back to something you just said is, you know, that gets some of the folks out of the way. If you as a company are not being a, a legitimate custodian of your millions of dollars and your thousands of, uh, of people using your services, you need to go somewhere. You need to be gone. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of pain for many. And uh, But like, you know, if you do your homework and you have that kind of conviction like we do, this space can be extremely rewarding. You just have to play it smart and enjoy the roller coaster, right? Everyone has to get uh, initiated by the brutal bear market and it separates the boys to men. Yeah, no doubt about it, Eric. In fact, I get new hair on my chest every bear market. And before long, I might even look like Robin Williams. Uh, but when we come <laughs> back from break, yeah, when we come back from break, we'll have some more news stories, uh, some good nuggets to share with you, give you all the details on how you can win that $200 of Bitcoin. So if you're looking for a uh, cheap, easy way and uh, you want somebody to help you get in the space, just go to my website, mattjmore.com. I can share you all my little secrets. You are listening to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore on 1023K. RMG, Tulsa's News and Talk. I'm Russell Mills. And remember, very important, you, if you don't know the seed phrase for your wallet, uh, well, not your keys, not your coins, right? So there you go. We'll be back with more right after a quick timeout on 1023 KRMG. Welcome back to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. I'm Russell Mills. Thank you very much for tuning in this evening. It has been a crazy week for Bitcoin folks, just like it's been a crazy month and a crazy year, and it's going to keep being a little bit crazy. It's a volatile industry, right? But predictions of its demise have proven, uh, shall we say, premature. Not once, not twice, but hundreds and hundreds of times. And we'll talk about that a little bit coming up on Cryptocurrency with this guy right here. 
Matthew J. Moore. Hey, Matt. Hey, Russell. That's right. Yeah, no, it's actually quite hilarious uh, to uh, read. I've been looking over that website. <laughs> when, when you guys bring it up, I'll read a couple of headlines, give you an idea. Yeah, I know. It's it's a real confidence uh, booster if uh, if you're new to this space, but uh, we'll, we'll talk about that here in a minute. Uh, but yeah, I want to welcome you guys back. Uh, we're here. This is actually one of America's only radio shows, uh, if not the only uh, radio shows dedicated to uh, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, and uh, to help me, and who's been helping me for for quite some time now, is my co-host, Eric Cooper. Hey, hey, hey. So, yes, Matt, uh, we have enjoyed 53 weeks plus of the show. Obviously, there's Actually, a little bit more. Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, you know, episodes where we've had uh, um, reruns. We've had Kansas City Chiefs football, so uh, we didn't run. But um, it, it's every week is different. And again, uh, there's a lot going on out there. And um, Bitcoin's not going to die. If you follow Dan Held at all, uh, if you see anything that he writes, um, you know, he's post he posts it maybe once a month, whether it's an auto post or what. <laughs> he says, you know, these are all the times that Bitcoin has died. And it's just silly because it's it's not going anywhere. Right. Well, and Eric, if uh, people miss our episodes, where can they find all our past episodes? What's really great about it is we've got it pretty much on every platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can go to krmg.com. You can just Google uh, cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore on demand. Um, you can go in and find all of our episodes minus the uh, the, the, the phantom missing episode when uh, the first correction of my tenure ever happened. And um, so, yeah, you can go find those out and go back and listen. We dive in into several different aspects, but, uh, you know, from anything from what is money to, uh, let's see here, we, we've also talked Covered about mining, wallets, exchanges, wallets, exchanges money, yeah. planting your Bitcoin on the moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that someday. <laughs> Yield farming, I think that's what they Yield call farming. It. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a joke, guys. Um, but anyways, uh, yes, so remember, we actually are still giving away $200 worth of Bitcoin to one lucky winner, all, thing, all thanks to our show sponsor, GetHedge.io. But before we give out the details to qualify for that prize. Eric, can you share with us about our sponsor? I love Live Reads. Uh, this segment is brought to you, made possible by a company called Hedge. Do you have a strategy to obtain cryptocurrency on a regular basis? Dollar cost averaging, that is, Matthew. Buy today, buy tomorrow. Uh, do you plan on automating your dollar cost averaging? What about getting all or even part of your paycheck in Bitcoin? Hedge is revolutionizing how that you can get paid. Hedge makes it easy to automatically convert your pay into crypto. Whether you're an employer or an employee, you can get started in four easy steps. Start getting paid in Bitcoin, Ethereum, or Litecoin. Crypto is a long-term play and start a strategy today. He, Hedge is here to make it easy to stack them sats month after month. What are you waiting for? Start living life on the Hedge. Check them out at gethedge.io. Once again, gethedge.io. That's right. And uh, if you are curious, here's how you can qualify for that $200 worth of Bitcoin. Whether you are listening live or later on the podcast, you can still qualify. Doesn't matter to me. Uh, but if you go to my website, mattjmore.com, and scroll down to the resource section, you'll see a button that says Get Hedge. Click that and, uh, this, and sign up for Hedge and start having a portion of your paycheck allocated into Bitcoin. It can be as little or as much as you want. Using Hedge, you can skip the exchange experience which is actually a pretty good thing. Uh, and you can have all of your crypto sent to any self-custody wallet that you want and you are in control of. And once you sign up and start using Hedge, Hedge will give me a list of emails from those who signed up with my referral link and started using Hedge. So come July 17th, which is coming up soon, I will draw a winner and send them the $200 worth of Bitcoin. It's truly that easy. So go to my website, mattjmore.com, and scroll down to the resource section and click that button that says Get Hedge. 
we will get we've got you covered. So and if you got questions, just send me a message on my website. All right, Matthew. Now it's time for speed round of cryptocurrency headlines and news. And first up, obviously macroeconomic trends are impacting every single market. Yep. But what should we be keeping an eye on for the rest of the month? How about uh, July 13th? So I believe that's Wednesday, right? We should be getting the new inflation data, and that's definitely something to watch. Um, July 26th, 27th, we have the next Federal Open Market Committee meeting, uh, which should give us details on the Federal Reserve's next moves. I'm pretty sure those are going to be tantalizing. Um, the uh, quarter two GDP estimate will be out on July 28th, and uh, quarter two corporate earnings should be coming in our late July. All of these coming reports will impact stocks, Bitcoin, and crypto at large. Yes, it will. And I will definitely be watching those numbers. Uh, July could be an interesting month. But, uh, for example, uh, the chairman of the Federal Reserve uh, has recently changed his tune and came out recently stating that he now thinks sky-high inflation could turn permanent. And in my opinion, that probably means we have two more major rate hikes from the Fed in July and September. So, yeah. Yeah, lots on? of things at play here. Uh, you know, even the managing director of the IMF, the International Monetary Fund, uh, recently stated that the global economic outlook since their last update in April has darkened significantly and that a global recession is not out of the picture at this point. Uh, but, you know, let's not get depressed on a more positive note. Matt, did you see the comments of the chairman of the Rockefeller International? Mm. He was recently on record saying that he thinks Bitcoin's comeback will be like Amazon in the 1990s. Yeah, that's going to be it. That you know, and and I concur with him. I actually feel the same way. And uh, you know, it, it Bitcoin will bounce back to life. Uh, Bitcoin is a master at faking its own death. And if you haven't been to the website, and this is what we were talking about earlier, it's called 99bitcoins.com forward slash Bitcoin dash obituaries. Uh, then if you haven't seen that, you need to go check it out. Uh, the website basically documents every major news article that has declared Bitcoin dead. And according to the site, Bitcoin has now died 459 times. Uh, it's really funny stuff. I, I recommend that you uh, check it out for a good chuckle. Sounds like Groundhog Definitely Day. smashes uh, Mark Twain's record. There you go. And I'll tell you, the worst year was 2017. I mean, there was article after article with headlines of the Bitcoin hoax. Right. Ten years in, no one's come up with the use for blockchain. I don't think that's true. Yeah. Bitcoin yeah. is heading to zero. Many will lose everything when the bubble pops, warns investor Peter Schiff. I mean, uh, dire predictions that, uh, well, I'm pretty sure it's a long ways from zero. So, yeah, right? yeah. 100%. You know, last segment we were actually talking about, about uh, taking your money off exchanges. And there's actually some good news on the exchange front because Robinhood has now made it possible for you to continue to hold in custody your own money, but still send money via Bitcoin. Um, and so, you're, you know, it's something I'd highly recommend because, again, more and more people are going to be implementing this. Amazon's probably going to be coming. Everything's going to be coming to where you can actually use Bitcoin to send money quickly between you and uh, small businesses. Yeah, no, it's fantastic news, Eric. And that has been a long time coming. So uh, well-needed feature. I'm happy they're finally doing it. And uh, just for fun, when we come back, I've got some fun facts, uh, some cryptic facts about Bitcoin that you might not be familiar with. So when we come back, I'm going to share those with you. Cryptic facts about crypto. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this stuff just practically writes itself. <laughs> you are listening to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. We're live and local and proud to be one of the only radio shows in the world dedicated to this topic. So you've come to the right place if you're looking to learn more. 
Stick around because we're not done, not by a long shot. We'll be back after an update on your news. You're listening to 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's News and Talk. Stick with us. Welcome back to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. I'm Russell Mills. We do appreciate you hanging out with us and learning more about the world of blockchain technologies and cryptocurrencies. And if that is where your interest lies, you have definitely come to the right place. As we mentioned earlier, if you ever missed an episode, you can go on to krmg.com or the KRMG app, hit the on-demand section, and you will find them. Dozens of them, because we've been doing this for a while. We remain one of the only shows, and I'm going to go ahead and say the best show about cryptocurrency, at least in the United States, if not the world, all thanks to this guy, Matthew J. Moore. Hey, Matt. Heck yeah, I will concur with that fact. Uh, in fact, uh, you know, we do this every Sunday, and we always have a blast doing it. And uh, to help me with these conversations, not just Russell, but also my co-host, Eric Cooper. Matt, want to say hello? Every every Sunday, it's uh, it's not every Sunday, but uh, the ones that were not here, uh, I'm sad. A little a little more sad. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Well, and you know, it's it's okay to you know switch it up every once in a while. <laughs> but uh, so we, before we went to break on the last segment, uh, I was I mentioned that I was going to share some cryptic facts, uh, some hidden meanings uh, within Bitcoin that you may not be familiar with. Uh, some uh, some things that uh, might your interest, but guess what? I think I'm going to wait until uh, the end of the show to share that and stuff. And he calls an audible. Yeah, right. <laughs> Omaha, Omaha. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so stay put if you want to find out those fun facts. Uh, we'll talk about that at the end of the show. Uh, but uh, but yeah, let's, let's go ahead and dive in segment three, Eric. Yeah, Matt, uh, in, in the previous segments, we kind of talked about exchanges and companies going insolvent, and that's how risky it is to keep funds on these type of platforms in uh, the bear markets. But uh, was this bear market triggered by free market forces, or did regulators have a part to play in this crash as well? Uh, it seems to me that the space was uh, way over leveraged, you know, during the bull market. Well, I mean, yeah, there was tons of leverage. I mean, we were definitely over leveraged, and it's a good question. I mean, it's it's one that people are asking, and and you know, like I've mentioned before on on many shows, uh, I th I do think the Federal Reserve's monetary policy had some part to play in in kind of you know, creating this cascade. But uh, it's also possible that uh, the Securities and Exchange Commission, the SEC, may have had some role as well when it comes to the space being over leveraged. Well, you might be thinking, Matt, what do you mean by that? I thought the regulators are here to help us. Well, Caitlin Long, who is the CEO of Custodio Bank and who also played a key role in Wyoming's positive cryptocurrency legislation, which I actually spoke with her uh, back in the day in 2019 when I was working on Oklahoma's, uh, the, she had made some really good points in an article from Newsweek. And in that article, she states that the crypt crypto asset bubble inflated when Wall Street traders crowded into crypto and the Bitcoin market had never been, had never before seen this kind of leverage or these games that that typically afflict the traditional markets. And so, you know, she makes the point, nowhere in Satoshi's brilliant Bitcoin white paper did the words margin call appear. Uh, and it didn't take long for these crypto derivatives uh, trading volume to start to explode. Matt, before you continue, let me kind of share with the listeners what derivatives are, uh, just so that they can have some context. Uh, a derivative is a financial contract that derives its value from an underlying asset. But the contract seller doesn't have to own the underlying asset itself, right? Seems yep. like a good play. That's right. uh, with derivatives, there are large risks at play. The most dangerous is that it's almost impossible to know 
any derivatives real value. Uh, that's the reason why mortgage-backed securities were so deadly to the economy. No one, not even the computer programmers who created them, knew what their price was when housing prices dropped. Uh, banks had become unwilling to trade them because they couldn't value them. Uh, another risk is also one of the things that makes them so attractive is leverage, right? Um, for example, future traders are only required to put 2 to 10% of the contract into a margin account to maintain ownership. If the value of the underlying asset drops, uh, they must add money to the margin to account to maintain to that percentage until the contract expires or it's offset. You know, you're you're right, Eric, and that's important for people to know that these facts. Uh, you know, it's it's good to have context because Caitlin does go on in the article to say that leverage lenders were touting supposedly bank grade risk management tools that uh, leverage could be managed without risk of bankruptcy. Well, we know that's been proven wrong, but but why? No, you know, no one, and this is why, no one can create more than 21 million. Uh, on-chain bitcoins. This is a feature of the Bitcoin protocol, not a flaw. It basically means that no one can create more bitcoins to bail out over-leveraged players that have sold more claims to bitcoin than real bitcoins exist. So it also means that once traders started using leverage, bankruptcies were essentially inevitable. And regulators, especially the Securities and Exchange Commission, kind of bear some blame. They, they, they've been slow to crack down on the fraudsters, but then also to approve responsible players. Uh, there was only, for example, there was only one SEC-approved way for investors to gain exposure to Bitcoin via their brokerage accounts from 2015 to 2021, which was the Close-End Fund Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, also known as GBTC. So that's something to account for. So because this was the only product available for broker accounts, did that mean demand far outstripped supply? Because ultimately, ultimately um, it could cause prices to climb. Yes. No, I mean, as a result for year for I mean, for years that the GBTC's price, uh, it consistently traded uh, far above Bitcoin's market price. So Caitlin in the article on Newsweek basically went on to say that uh, leverage poured in because fund shares could be created at Bitcoin's price and sold to retail investors at the higher GBTC price, a trade viewed as a sure thing by Wall Street. So uh, that ended last year, though, when the SEC, for the first time in six years, six years, finally began approving competing products. Sure enough, once competition came, that huge premium collapsed and GBTC now trades at a uh, more than 30% discount to Bitcoin's price. Hence, leveraged players suffered big losses. You know, obviously, regulators just needed to really help the situation by approving more competing products sooner. Yeah. No, I mean, like I said, it, it took, it. you know, they, they didn't do that. They didn't approve more players uh, for, for nearly six years. So um, that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, you know, what's even more interesting is that the SEC is now being sued by the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust for their continual denial of approving a spot Bitcoin ETF. Uh, the SEC seems to have found no problem approving derivatives or Bitcoin futures e ETFs, uh, but for some reason, uh, they won't allow spot ETFs where shares are actually redeemable for real Bitcoin. Yeah, no, that's this is it's just it's bizarre because it's uh, the situation where derivatives like futures are now considered a safer investment than actually holding a, the spot asset. Uh, you know, this is in uh, it's been in con contradiction for a long 
um, held thinking that derivatives are obviously riskers, uh, riskier. Yeah, no, I mean it's 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 true. I mean that's that's kind of been the case, and uh, we we it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out and how uh, this this goes through with uh, them suing the SEC. Um, hopefully, they'll approve a spot ETF, um, spot Bitcoin ETF. And and honestly, a lot of people have been predicting that it's just a matter of time. But, uh, you know, every time one gets submitted, you know, it gets rejected. So so let me see if I understand this. An ETF is, is an exchange-traded exchange exchange fund. fund. Yeah. So when you're buying that ETF, you're not actually buying Bitcoin. <clears throat> you're buying the, the trade. In, in Bitcoin, you're sort of buying the value, but not the actual yeah, you're asset. A paper version of it. Yeah. And and what's what's crazy? Which seems to be contraindicated by the entire reason for Bitcoin's existence. Well, so it may be not a big surprise that Wall Street is struggling. With in it. my opinion, it's just because they're taking a new world, which is Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, and they're trying to apply old world tactics that have been okay. And you just, you, I mean, there's a separation for a reason. Right, right. Well, and for those who are unfamiliar with an exchange-traded fund, it is a type of pooled investment uh, security that operates much like a mutual fund. Typically, ETFs will track a particular index, sector, maybe a commodity, which Bitcoin has been classified as a commodity, uh, or other asset. But unlike mutual funds, ETFs can be purchased or sold on stock exchange the same way that a regular stock can. So, in other words, you're not bound to hold that fund for a certain amount of time. You can trade it daily, and that is why ETFs have become a very popular instrument for of all types, not just this one, but a very popular instrument for investment. It's, um, it's more liquid. <laughs> How much more time we got? Uh, you got about three minutes. Do you know what, Matt? There's some news that we uh, we had listed up here is uh, 2023. Oh, yeah. Bitcoin 2023 is coming up, isn't it? So they announced the dates. Uh, we're back at Miami Beach. So, again, I encourage you guys, we are going to be partnering up again. We've already had those conversations. Uh, I don't think we're going to do the Amsterdam one because uh, yeah. I don't think I got that in my calendar capabilities. But uh, May 18th through the 20th in 2023, um, I think they listened to some of the uh, folks and said, you know, hey, listen, doing it in April, not really great because uh, we got kids and school and stuff like that. So uh, this is going to be at the end of the school year. Uh, hopefully it will not be too hot because June, yeah, June was pretty June brutal in sucked. 21. June was rough. Um, so they tried June too hot. They yeah. tried uh, April. They still got a heck of a lot of people, but they got some complaints. So now they're going to shoot for me and try to split the difference. Well, and they, I don't think that they knew what other big events were happening around and they had the pride week also the same week. So you had two huge flocks of people coming through Miami beach. There was tons, tons of people there, but I mean, yeah, I would most certainly prefer, uh, April. April was a great temperature wise. Um, and, uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes, but we will have a discount code. Uh, so if you continue listening to the show and you've heard us talk so brilliantly and excited about this conference, there's a reason there's, there's, there's a lot of fun things to do there. There's a lot of education, people from all around the world come there. You hear multiple languages going on at the same time. Um, and uh, it's just it's just a whole lot of fun getting with people who are excited about this new technology. But we will have, a, I believe it'll be a 10% discount code yeah. again. Uh, and they and like they did last year, they raised the prices on a regular basis. I was so. just going to ask, what, what did the price start at last year and where did it end up? Pri before they prices start at $199 if you paid in Bitcoin, $299 if you paid uh, in cash, in fiat. And then uh, every month, 
that went up went up in hundred dollar increments. Right. And so when we finally got around, it was eight ninety nine for a ticket. Yeah, I think right now, I think we're like four hundred and something dollars yeah. right now is what they're listed for. Um, but they, uh, they were selling tickets before they had the location nailed down. So right. know that the price will go up. So you guys are getting a heads up now. Yeah. You're getting, you know, the uh, the the warning shot over your bow of if you plan on being in Miami, you might want to think about getting on Matt's website, getting that discount code, and getting those tickets now. Because if you wait until March or April of of next year, you're going to be very and Bitcoin's very sad. not going to be dead. I'm going to go ahead and say in May of 23, we might. It might be really fun at that point. Yeah, we'll be we'll be definitely thawing out by that yeah. point. But uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. We always take a bunch of Okies down there. Yep, and they always have all kinds of great stories to tell tell me when they get back. Not all of which we can necessarily relate on the radio. So I'm, I'm just saying, it sounds like a fun time. Hey, you're listening to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. I'm Russell Mills. We're going to take a quick time out. We'll be all right back. This is 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's News and Talk. Welcome back to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. This is 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's news and talk. We are live and local in the big city of Tulsa on a pretty steamy Sunday afternoon, early evening. It's going to be pretty hot this week, too, but maybe we'll get a little rain. Maybe we'll get a little break. In any case, whatever happens, we know that Mr. Uh, Mr. Moore has his finger on the pulse of the cryptocurrency world. And so we've been talking today about some of the news and uh, some of the predictions about what's going to happen next. And now you've got some uh, interesting cryptic lore to, to share with us. Please welcome Matthew J. Moore. Hey, thank you, Russell. That's right. This is going to be the segment where I reveal some fun little facts that you may not know about Bitcoin and its creator. Uh, some of it you might know. But uh, before we dive into that, uh, I want to welcome back my co-host, Eric Cooper. Matthew, uh, I, I had one major flaw what? in covering for you when you were gone. Uh, Mr. Scott McElroy, our, our wonderful sponsor, uh, we uh, we had a call come in in segment four, so we didn't get to read. So Matt, yeah, can you give me a little bubble up uh, yeah. goodness here? Yeah, I think you know because of that uh, that blunder, I think he's not going to sponsor us anymore now. Scott, I love you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm just messing whatever with I need you. to do, Scott. We love Bentley. <laughs> just messing with you. All right, well guys, this show is only made possible by our wonderful sponsors, and today the segment is brought to you by our newest and local sponsor. Uh, summer is in the air. It's here. That's right. And in Oklahoma, that means it is the perfect opportunity. Really, it is. Perfect opportunity to show off that whip. And for all those people that, hey, what is a whip? Well, that means automobile, right? Well, that, and, you know, and essentially uh, this this uh, this segment, you know, again, is brought to you by Bubble Up Car Wash. We love Scott. Um, but if you want to find them, they're off of uh, Broken Arrow, off of uh, 470 East Kenosha Street. They are Broken Arrow's newest locally owned car wash with all the bells and whistles to make your car clean, shiny, and dry. Whether you're looking to rinse off some of that mud or shine those 20-inch rims on that Impala, come take advantage of their free towels, vacuums, and air wands. Uh, they have unlimited wash plans starting at $19.99 a month, and you can add a family member for just $15 a vehicle. So what are you waiting for? Go cheer up at Bubble Up, and who knows? You might catch a glimpse of their family dog, Bentley, the Bubble Up Pup. Check them out at mybubbleup.com. Matthew? All, what's up? 
Which one do you want to do? Do you want to go back and do our fun facts? Yeah, I, I you know, I do I do want to mention this real quick because I've been teasing it the whole time. So if we yeah. run out of time, I'm going to, like, people are going to be like, oh, Matt, you teased it you the whole time, but us. you didn't share those fun facts, right? Charlie the, the Brown does. Yeah, the crypto facts or the cryptic facts. All right, okay, so the, the founder, the creator of Bitcoin, Satoshi Nakamoto, you might have heard us bring that up a couple of times. Uh, that is an alias, right? Uh, he didn't want to be known, but uh, he did interact with a bunch of developers, a bunch of, bunch of uh, cypherpunks. Um, and here's, the, here's what's interesting. When Bitcoin's first block on its blockchain was mined, there was a hidden message in this Genesis block, uh, and that would basically set the tone for Bitcoin's purpose. Uh, you know, it's, it's important to note that Bitcoin's white paper was released back in November 2008 when the world was drowning in a massive global recession, and that period was known as the Great Recession, and it was uh, a time when national economies were seeing huge decline. Many countries were seeing their unemployment rates going to the moon, and the stock market was crashing. Housing markets were also plummeting, uh, but and private and commercial banks were collapsing. And financial institutions worldwide, along with governments, were implementing fiscal policies that were designed to stimulate the struggling economies of nations. So to make a reference to the situation, Satoshi uh, basically made sure to introduce a hidden message on the Genesis block, and in that it said – it was referring to a Times article or Times newspaper, and the hidden message read, The Times, 3, January 2009, Chan Chancellor on Brink of Second Bailout for Banks, Satoshi Nakamoto. So what's interesting is he also hid the same text in reverse on line 1616 of Bitcoin's original code. Uh, but there is something that I myself just learned uh, this week, something that I thought was pretty fascinating. So uh, everything Satoshi did was intentional. And so, for example, Satoshi, when he was communicating with these developers and cypherpunks uh, through the internet, uh, he listed his birthday as April 5th, 1975. And uh, here is why that date is important. April 5th is when President FDR signed the Unconstitutional Order 6102, making it illegal for Americans to own gold. And the year 1975 was when Americans could own gold again. So everything, like I said, Satoshi did was for this purpose of financial freedom. So I think it's pretty cool and cryptic that uh, he put all that stuff in there. What do you think about that, Eric? You know, again, it, the thing that blows my mind is this was going to be big, right? If, if people could really see the problems that uh, our current uh, situation offers us, um, Bitcoin – blockchain, everything was going to be huge. And this guy said, you know what? I don't want any credit for this thought idea. I just want to let it out here and let us get going. And so, I mean, that just blows my mind still every single time I think about it, because when I hear his name brought up, you know, uh, it blows I think, my mind. We still have no idea who Satoshi Nakamoto <laughs> is. We don't know if that's a person, a man, a woman, a, a corporate board, aliens yeah. from outer space. Right. And the fact that they've been able to keep themselves anonymous Despite the incredible explosive growth of, of this sector right. is, is amazing to me. Yeah, it is absolutely amazing. And it's kind of poetic. And I think it would kind of ruin it if he actually did show his face. So. It might be kind of anticlimactic <laughs> yeah, right. to find Definitely. out it was Elon the whole time. Yeah, right. It it's, wasn't. Just so. saying. Uh, <laughs> we can tell who it is. You've been listening to shoot that rumor down right now. You've been listening to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. I'm Russell Mills. Make sure and join us again next Sunday 
5 p.m. Tulsa time for Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore on 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's News and Talk. See you then.